Hello, welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and today we're going to be talking about week one in college football. On my last episode, I talked about week zero. Uh, we didn't have that many games in week zero, uh, but week one, it's not officially complete. We still, we still have one game tonight. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday. I don't know when this will get out, uh, but I'm recording this on Monday. Tonight we have Ole Miss Louisville. Uh, but I wanted to I wanted to get this podcast out as soon as possible. Um, don't know when I'm gonna have a chance to to record this, so I wanted to do this on Monday. Um, so I'm not gonna be talking about Ole Miss Louisville at all on this podcast. Maybe I'll do, do I'll talk about it next podcast. But for today, before today's episode, we're just gonna be talking about all the games that happened on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and even last night on Sunday. Let's talk about it. So let's go through all the scores. I'm not using my computer today. I'm using my phone. My computer is, it's slow. Don't know what's up with it, but it's slow. So let's start out. I'm going to go through literally all the scores of every single game that was played in week one uh, for the FBS level. Let's get started. So the first game was Wednesday. That was UAB Jacksonville State. UAB won 31 nothing. Thursday, uh, Western Kentucky beat Tennessee Martin 59-21. Then on Thursday, Utah beat Weber State 40 to 17. California Davis beat Tulsa 19 to 17. Tennessee beat Bowling Green State 38 to 6. North Carolina State beat South Florida 45 to nothing. New Mexico beat Houston Baptist 27-17. Uh, Eastern Washington beat UNLV 35-33. Ohio State beat Minnesota 45-31. That was a really good game. Very high scoring. I thought Ohio State's offense looked really, really good. Minnesota's defense looked awful in this game. Uh, this is one the one game on Thursday night that I watched. Uh, CJ Stroud. Had a fine debut. I didn't think he was great. I thought he was good. Um, I thought like his numbers looked really, really impressive. I don't think the film matched the stats. I don't think the film was as impressive. Um, I think he did a good job taking advantage of Minnesota's bad defense. But a lot of his throws were wide open. Were to wide open guys. We didn't see him make a lot of throws in the tight windows. So I want to see him get tested a bit before I say that he's a great quarterback or anything. But he had a fine debut, um, and, and I don't want to sound too negative on C.J. Stroud. I just I didn't think that he was tested all that much, so I'm not going to overreact to that first game. But he looked he did look good. I thought he showcased some really nice pocket mobility, some nice pocket awareness. I mean, he was accurate. The physical tools are there. I think he's going to be good, uh, but I'm not going to overreact to his first game um, because, you know, I just wasn't impressed with Minnesota's defense, which was really, really bad, especially in the second half. That's where C.J. Stroud did most of his damage. Uh, Chris Olave was really good in that game. Um, So was Garrett Wilson. Both of those guys were impressive. Ohio State had a running back um, that did really, really, really well in that game. Let me look at him. Uh, look at his stats. Uh, Mayan Williams, he was really good. Had nine carries for 125 yards and a touchdown. Who and Travion? Travion? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm messing up his name. Um, Travion Henderson had two carries for 15 yards, but he had one reception. Um, let me see if I can find it. He had one reception uh, for 70 yards and a touchdown. Didn't get a lot of opportunities, but he made the most of the ones that he did get. He was impressive. Uh, Mayan Williams was awesome. Uh, for Minnesota, Muhammad Ibrahim 
was amazing. Had 30 carries for 163 yards and two touchdowns, 5.4 yards per carry. He was really impressive. Now, unfortunately, he didn't get hurt towards Achilles. He's going to be out for the season. Some prayers up for him. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, but a really impressive game for both sides, uh, for both offenses at least. I think both teams need to do better defensively. Uh, moving on, uh, Florida International beat LIU 48-10. to Coastal Carolina beat the Citadel 52-14. UCF beat Boise State 36-31. Buffalo beat Wagner 69-7. Ball State beat Western Illinois 31-21. Arizona State beat Southern Utah 41-14. Appalachian State beat East Carolina 33-19. Wake Forest beat Old Dominion 42-10. Virginia Tech upset North Carolina on Friday 17-10. A rough game for Sam Howell. I didn't watch the game, uh, but just looking at the box score, doing a little bit of box score scouting, uh, it did not look like Sam Howell had a great great night. Uh, But I'm not really all that surprised. North Carolina lost a ton of pieces on offense to the NFL draft last year um so they're running with a whole new offense um so i feel bad for sam howell um not surprised virginia tech won um or i I guess i am a bit surprised but i'm not surprised that north carolina struggled offensively considering how many pieces they lost to the nfl moving on uh where am i at okay so michigan state beat northwestern 38 to 21 they had a freshman running back who went off in this game let me see Kenneth Walker III had 23 carries, 264 yards, and 4 touchdowns, averaging 11.5 yards per carry. He was dominant in this game. Shout out to him. He was amazing. Possibly the best offensive performance we saw in Week 1. He was incredible. Kansas beat South Dakota 17-14. Their fans rushed the field, which is really funny uh, that they were celebrating a three-point victory over South Dakota. But that was their first win since 2019. So shout-out to Kansas. Uh, They're just... You know, they're not, they don't have a great program, uh, so shout out to them for getting their first win since 2019. Eastern Michigan beat St. Saint, Saint, Francis, Pennsylvania, 35-15. South Dakota State beat Colorado State, 42-23. Colorado beat Northern Colorado, 35-7. Charlotte upset Duke, 31-28. Massive win for them. Shout out to Charlotte. Wyoming beat Montana State 19-16. Penn State upset Wisconsin 16-10. This was a brutal game to watch. Not a lot of offense. Both defenses played well. Um, Shout out to Penn State getting a a huge upset victory on the road at Wisconsin. That's huge. I do want to say, Wisconsin's jump around tradition that they do before the fourth quarter is awesome. That was amazing seeing them do that for the first time in like over a year. Um, that was an incredible thing, an incredible sight to see. Uh, it, it was just awesome to see fans back in the stands um, in college football this week. That was probably my favorite part of week one, seeing all the fans back. The atmosphere, seeing the atmosphere return to normal, that was great to see. Uh, Utah State beat Washington State 26-23. to Montana upset 20th ranked Washington 13-7. to Big, big upset there. That's shocking. Shout out to Montana. Uh, I, I want to say that that 
um, Washington really struggled uh, passing the ball. Their quarterback threw 46 passes, completed only 58.7% of those passes for 226 yards, zero touchdowns, and three three picks uh, for a passer rating of 86.9, which is really, really, really poor in college. Uh, they just did not have a good game offensively. Uh, so shout out to Montana. Then Virginia uh, beat William and Mary 43 to nothing. East Tennessee State beat Vanderbilt 23-3. FCS East Tennessee State upset Vanderbilt. Beat them by 20. They beat the brakes off of Vanderbilt. Shout out to them. ETSU dominating Vanderbilt. Uh, what a low point for Vandy there. Wow, that that's sad. Then UCLA upset LSU 38-27. 16th ranked LSU goes down on Saturday. A uh, big win for UCLA and another big pre- performance from their running back, Zach Charbonnet. He's been awesome in this game. He had 13, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong. He had 11 carries for 117 yards and a touchdown. They had another guy, Britton Brown, 17 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. Both of those guys played well as they upset LSU. Oklahoma had a tight game versus Tulane. They won 40-35. to uh, They weren't upset. Uh, but it was a tight game. Tulane played really well. Spencer Rattler didn't play all that well in this game. Uh, I think he had a turnover early. Let's see what his numbers look like. He had 39 passes, 76.9% completion percentage, 304 yards, uh, and a touchdown to go along with two interceptions. Not a great game for him. Um, so shout out to Tulane, making it close, but they weren't able to pull off the victory. They did have a big comeback in this game, late in the game. Uh, they scored, got an onside kick. They weren't able to score after that, so they ended up losing by three. But shout out to them, they, they fought hard in this game. Troy beat Southern 55-3. to Toledo beat Norfolk State 49-10. to Baylor beat Texas State 29-20. to UTEP beat Bethune-Cookman 38-28. to uh, TCU beat, uh, I think it's DuPont. I think that's how it's pronounced. 45-3. Texas A&M beat Kent State 41-10. Uh, this was the debut for uh, Haynes King. He did not play all that well in this game, uh, statistically speaking. He had 33 passes, completed 63.6% of them for 292 yards, two touchdowns, and three picks. Had a lot of turnovers, so... Uh, not a great debut for him, but AM won by 31, so it didn't really matter. Texas beat Louisiana 38-18. to I didn't watch this game, uh, but what a win for Texas. Beating Louisiana by 20. Um, a big win for them. SMU beat Abilene Christian 56-9. USC beat San Jose State 30-7. South Carolina beat Eastern Illinois 46 to nothing. And something that isn't being talked about enough is the performance of South Carolina's quarterback, Zeb Nolan, who was actually a graduate assistant on their coaching staff. Their starter couldn't play in this game, so they they played their their graduate assistant coach, Zeb Nolan, that quarterback, and he played relatively well, considering he's a coach. He had 22 passing attempts, completed 59.1% of them for 121 yards and four touchdowns. Didn't have a high volume of pass attempts, uh, but he averaged 9.1 adjusted yards per attempt, had four touchdowns, had a passer rating of 165.3. A very solid performance for him. Like, what? I know, he wasn't great uh, volume-wise, but, like, 
very efficient, had four touchdowns. That's incredible. And they won by 46 points. So shout out to them. What a crazy story there. Moving on, South Alabama beat Southern Mississippi 31-7. San Diego State beat New Mexico State 28-10. Rutgers demolished Temple 61-14. Big win for Rutgers. Uh, Purdue beat Oregon, beat Oregon State 30-21. Pitt beat Massachusetts 51-7. Oregon beat Fresno State barely 31-24. Oklahoma State beat Missouri State 23-16. Uh, Syracuse beat Ohio 29-9. North Texas beat Northwestern State 44-14. Nebraska beat Fordham 52-7. Fordham had a guy, had a linebacker rack up 30 total tackles, which is incredible. Uh, but Nebraska won 52-7. Marshall beat Navy 49-7. Missouri beat Central Michigan 34-24. Mississippi State, sorry, Mississippi State beat Louisiana Tech 35-34. They were down 20 points in the fourth quarter, came back to beat Louisiana Tech. Big win for Mississippi State. Middle Tennessee State beat Monmouth 50-15. Michigan beat Western Michigan 47-14. One of their receivers, Bell, I'm forgetting his last name. He actually suffered a season-ending injury in this game, so prayers to him. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Alabama dominated Miami 44-13. Big win for Alabama. They were incredible in this game. Bryce Young, uh, their sophomore quarterback, had his had his debut as the full-time starter. And he was really good. Had 28 attempt, had 38 passes, uh, completed 71.1% of them for 344 yards. 9.1 yards per attempt and 4 touchdowns. Also had a passer rating of 181.8. No interceptions. Really big game for him. And then defensively, Alabama was just really, really good in this game. Their defensive line was awesome. Uh, they dominated Miami's offensive line. Picked up a lot of sacks. A lot of pressures. Um, Garrett King didn't play all that well in this game because his offensive line wasn't great. He had 170, 179 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Um, and Alabama, they just, they were dominant in this game. They had, their running back, Brian Robinson Jr., he played pretty well. Had 12 carries for 60 yards, five yards per carry, and uh, no touchdowns. Uh, but he was good. Um, big win for Miami. They looked dominant offensively, and their defensive line looked incredible. So did their offensive line. Evan Neal had a big game. He looked dominant in his first game playing left tackle full-time. Just overall, a really impressive performance from the Crimson Tide. Memphis beat Nickel State. 42-17, Maryland beat West Virginia 30-24, Talia Tungabailoa was really, really good in this game, uh, had 36 attempts, completed 72.2% of them for 332 yards, um, and, for, and, for, and three touchdowns, sorry, I can't talk, had 9.2 yards per attempt, uh, really impressive game for him, had a passer rating of 177.2, a big game for him. Um, Liberty beat Campbell 48-7. Malik Willis, who may, who may end up being a high draft pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, he looked good, had, 
23 passes, completed 65.2% of them uh, for 217 yards, 9.4 yards per carry, and one touchdown. Also added um, five carries on the ground for 55 yards and a touchdown, 11 yards per carry. Uh, Not a dominant performance from him statistically, uh, but still was productive. And I saw some highlights from him. His arm looks really, really good. Uh, so shout out to him. Um, as as Liberty beat Campbell forty eight to seven, Kentucky beat Louisiana Monroe forty five to ten, and Will Levis had a really good performance in this game. If my phone will actually load, uh, he had. Let's pull it up. He had twenty six attempts, completed sixty nine point two percent of them, for three hundred and sixty seven yards, fourteen point one yards per attempt. That's insane. And four touchdowns, one interception for a passer rating of 230.9. He was really impressive. Kansas State beat Stanford 24-7. They were dominant. Iowa State beat Northern Iowa 16-10. Seventh-ranked Iowa State struggled against Northern Iowa, only beating them by six. Iowa dominated Indiana 34-6. UTSA beat Illinois 37-30. Illinois paid UTSA $1.1 million just to lose by 7 points. That's incredible. Texas Tech beat Houston 38-21. Hawaii beat Portland State 49-35 in a shootout. Northern Illinois upset Georgia Tech, beat them 22-21 on the road. Army demolished Georgia State 43-10. Georgia Southern beat Gardner-Webb 30-25. Florida beat Florida Atlantic 35-14. Um, and that was not a great debut for Emory Jones. Um, did not have a great game. He had 27 attempts, um, completed 63% of them for 113 yards, 4.2 yards per attempt, one touchdown, two picks for a passing rating of 95.5. They were able to win, uh, but he was not impressive um, personally. Uh, Connecticut lost to Holy Cross. Holy Cross beat them 38-28. to um, Big loss for them. Connecticut's coach actually announced that he will be retiring after this season. Shout out to him. Georgia beat Clemson 10-3 in one of the worst games um, of, the, of week one relative to the hype it got. Uh, there was a lot of hype surrounding the game. I thought there might be a lot of points scored in this game, but that was not the case. It was a defensive battle, and man, what a disappointing performance from JT Daniels and DJ Uwiangalele. Both quarterbacks struggling in this game. It seems like their offensive coordinators didn't trust them. They didn't throw the ball down the field all that much. Um, and they were the offenses were relatively conservative. Uh, Clemson really couldn't get anything going offensively. Georgia's defense was on fire. They got a lot of pressure on them. Their defensive line kicked Clemson's offensive line's butt. They were dominant. Georgia's defense was really impressive. Um, and DJ, I thought DJ would end up being a Heisman contender this year. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to one game, but he himself was not very good in this game. His release was inconsistent. His decision-making wasn't great. Um, his field vision wasn't wasn't good. His processing was slow. Um, 
and, and he refused to run the ball when he had the opportunity to do so. Very disappointed with the way he played in this game. Um, but shout out to Georgia's defense. They played well. Clemson's defense played well too. Um, but Georgia's defense was just out of this world. Um, holding Clemson to three points. Uh, Georgia, big win for them. But if I'm a Georgia fan, I am not happy with this victory. They were not impressive whatsoever. Their offense, they got to get it together. Their run game's got to be better. JT Daniels has to be better. They got to figure things out. But that's a big win for them in week one, winning 10-3. Cincinnati Cincinnati beat Miami of Ohio 49-14. Nevada beat California 22-17. Boston College beat Colgate 51-0. Auburn demolished Akron 60-10. Big win for my Auburn Tigers. Arkansas State beat beat Central Arkansas 40-21. Arkansas beat Rice 38-17. BYU beat Arizona 24-16. Air Force Force beat Lafayette 35-14. And Notre Dame beat Florida State 41-38 in a tight game. I watched that. What a performance from Florida State. They looked really, really good against Notre Dame. Um, they At first, at the beginning of the game, it looked like Notre Dame was going to clobber them. Their defense looked really good early on. Um, they got some big plays. Their offense looked good. Um, but Florida State clawed back. They got back in the game. Uh, they, they went down double digits in the second half. Uh, and there was a play where Jordan Travis, their starting quarterback, lost his helmet, had to go out for a play. So McKenzie Milton... Came back, had I believe had his first play since uh, had since suffering that gruesome knee injury a few years back at UCF. He played, uh, had a nice first play. Florida State left him in there. He led the comeback. Uh, they ended up tying the game, thirty-eight to thirty-eight. They went to overtime. Uh, Notre Dame. They kicked the field goal. Florida State had a chance to tie the game with the. Or, sorry, Florida State had the first possession in overtime. They had a chance to kick a field goal, a 50-yard field goal, um, uh, and something happened. I'm, I'm trying to remember what happened. I think there was a penalty, um, or there was something. There was a fumble. That's right. There was a fumble, um, and McKenzie Milton ended up throwing the ball away, uh, and they and they counted it as a as a as a a loss of 13 yards, uh, but they reversed it. So it ended up making a 37-yard field goal. Florida State's kicker missed it. Um, and Notre Dame had an opportunity to kick a game-winning field goal, which they made. But shout-out to McKenzie Milton. He looked really good. Had a couple of plays where he threw the ball. Made some really nice throws. He was great. And that's just a great story. Sorry, I had to get a drink. Seeing what he went through with that knee injury. Seeing how he came back. He beat the odds. He was not supposed to be able to play football ever again, but he did. And he played really well when Florida State called his number in this game. So shout out to him. I know Florida State lost, uh, but he played extremely well in the in the second half. He was awesome. And Florida State looked really good. They had some really good performances, especially from Jermaine Johnson, the, th- the second. He was incredible. He's a transfer from Georgia. He was extremely productive in this game. Another guy I got to shout out is Kyle Hamilton. He's a safety from Notre Dame. He was incredible in this game. Had two interceptions. One of his interceptions was extremely impressive. Jordan Travis was rolling outside the pocket. He was on the op- Hamilton was on the opposite hash. Travis threw it. He ran all the way across the field. Caught an interception on, on the right sideline. 
He played extremely well, and it looks like he's going to be one of the top prospects in the 2022 NFL Draft. He had a big game, and Notre Dame played well. Jack Cohn, who was a former Wisconsin quarterback, he played really, really well in this game. Had some nice throws. Shout out to him. Jordan Travis played well, too. I know the numbers weren't great, um, but he was dealing with a really bad offensive line. Made some nice throws. Made some plays with his legs. So, shout out to him. I thought he was good. I don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be moving forward. Uh, but I did not think he was bad at all in this game. I thought he played really well considering how bad his offensive line was. He wasn't perfect. Uh, but I thought I thought he showed that he can hang um, as the starting quarterback for Florida State. Um, another thing I want to talk about before I wrap this podcast up. I got to talk about uh, Brian. Ke- is, is it Brian Kelly? Am I dumb? What's his name? Hold up. Hold up. Got to look up their coach's name. Let's see. Can I look this up? Coach. It's, is it, it's Brian Kelly, right? Yeah, Brian Kelly, Notre Dame's head coach, right after the game on the field had an interview. And he had this hilarious quote where he said, uh, they basically, the interviewer, I I forgot what the question was, and they were asking him about Notre Dame's performance. And he was like, well, I'm all in favor of executions, and I think our entire team should be executed after tonight. It was hilarious. It was a callback to an old coach. I forgot his name, um, but he, but he, this old coach said, um, he asked, he was asked about his team's execution, and he said, I'm all for it, um, and so Brian Kelly tried to make a play off of that, but it, it just wasn't a good quote, it was hilarious, it was funny, I couldn't believe he said that, uh, but it was a rough moment for him, everyone was killing him on Twitter for it, I get that as a joke, I thought it was funny, um, I thought it was just a poorly executed joke on his part, but what a funny moment for him after the game. What a successful week one of college football. A lot of good games. Um, I was disappointed by the Georgia-Clemson game, uh, but, but other games made up for it, like this game. Florida State-Notre Dame was an awesome game. If you didn't see it, go look at the highlights. It was incredible, and it was amazing to see McKenzie Milton back on the field for the first time since his gruesome knee injury. He is, and he's a miracle. I don't know how he's doing it, uh, but he is. And we'll see if he's going to be the starter full-time moving forward. I don't know what Florida State's going to do there, uh, but they got a decision to make. We'll see what they do next week. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed that. I hope you all enjoyed week one of college football. I did. Um, if you want to see more content from me, uh, you can look at my website, thewiresports.com. I have a podcast. It's on the website. It's on YouTube. Um, my channel, my YouTube channel is The Wire. If you want to talk to me on, on social media, my Twitter and Instagram handles are the Ryan McCrary. That's the R-Y-A-N. M-C-C-R-A-R-Y. You can talk to me over there. I'm on Twitter a lot. I'm very active there. Um, But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.